get it. Welcome again to the big broadcast with your boy, Big Baby J, aka Big Stuff Up. I'm here with a guest, Zainab. Talk to the people. Introduce yourself, man. Hello, my Hello. name is Zainab. Um, I'm a, uh, I recently graduated from business admin. Nice. And um, I work in the restaurant industry for the past five, ten years or so. Nice. And I just started my own food business, a Moroccan food restaurant um, to be. Check, check her out, man. Check her <laughs> stuff out, man. Uh, called Z's Cuisine with a Z. Cuisine with a Z. Yeah, so I rock with that. I rock with that. That's so cool. So, so just wondering about that. Do you, can you cook? Like, are you a good cook? Is that the one inspired you? Are you into cooking? Oh, are you into the business background part? Because it can be both those. So yeah, no, that's where it all stemmed was because I loved cooking and I was just making a bunch of food and people were so impressed. So I was just like. Why are people so impressed? You're gonna throw it down? I just made oh, like, shit. I, like for me it's like it's just cooking. It's just like oh I just baked a cake. Like what? It's mm. not that special. But then I realized like no, I may actually have, in my most humble opinion, I may actually have a talent. <laughs> At this point she has to go for me. It's over. You have to make me a meal. Um no, that's good. It's good that you found uh, your talent. Cheers. Cheers. By the way, we're gonna have an amazing podcast. Maybe that was rude. I started sipping before, but anyways, um, I will say this. I will say this though. Um, having a talent and being able to see that talent and nurture it and grow it is huge, man. You know what I mean? And you shouldn't waste your talents. Give you an example. Even me doing this podcast, right? It wasn't me who really came up with it. Like people would always say, "Yo, you have a? Do you do any kind of content, anything like that?" I'm like, "Nah." They're like, yo, you'd be good at this. I'm like, I'm like, okay, bet. And I started doing it. But talking about food, man. Talking about Z's cuisine. You're right. If you're the food expert, I need your opinion, man. What are five food spots you like in this city of Ottawa, man? We got a lot of local people who rock with this podcast. What are some Ottawa spots you like? Okay, so the first one that I have to say is one of the best, like my go-to takeout spots, okay. not a dine-in. But for takeout is, there's actually an Arabic grocery store on Bank Street in the Southkeys area. Okay. And they have, like, if you go to the back where they have all their raw meats and everything, you can ask for them to make you, like, barbecue meats. Mm. So you can get, like, a kilogram of, like, mixed kebab. And sometimes people don't know that they have this because it's just, oh. like, a regular grocery store. And you would never expect them to have, like barbecues going on in the back or something, you know, so it's very low-key. That's cool. Like, so if you're ever passing by Bank Street near South Keys, it's called New Middle East. New Middle East. Um, I'll put it in the comments, I'll put it in the description of this video. Yeah, yeah New Middle East, sounds interesting. Yeah, yeah, so yeah. that's the first one. Okay. Um, well, not in any chronological order. Yeah, uh, just going to places you like, places I like, places we would be interested in, you know what yeah. I mean? Yeah, so Arabic food is definitely up and coming. I feel like Ottawa doesn't have that many Moroccan or like Middle Eastern stores for that matter. So I have a lot of shawarma places though. Shawarma oh, Central. Too much shawarma at this point. Like, <laughs> Every single corner you go to, there's a Three Brothers, a Shawarma Palace, Shawarma King. Yeah. We gotta go outside the box. I agree though. I would like to. Yeah, I like tasting and trying different flavors of foods, you know, more experimental now. So, yeah, put me on. I'm learning new things as well. 
Yeah, for sure. So that was like what inclined me to like start this food, this Moroccan food business because I was like, okay, people don't know what Moroccan food is. Like, have yeah. you ever tried Moroccan? Oh uh, no, actually I haven't. I don't think so. I have, I used to have Moroccan friends or people I knew from school, but I've never known. Okay. I would yeah. love to try one day. It's mm-hmm. very hard to me. So it's, it's really like it's a whole process. So mm-hmm. that's probably why you haven't seen so many restaurants because it takes a lot of dedication and effort to, you know, yeah. to make the food. So yeah, um, well, the second place that I would recommend going mm-hmm. is New Caribbean. New Caribbean. I heard yeah. about that place. Yeah. <laughs> so New Caribbean, right now they're on a food bus. Okay, so yes. have you ever ate on a food bus? I've been at a food truck. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, this is food truck <laughs> plus imagine like England, uh, local buses, and you know you have your double double deckers. Of so course. on the top is where you can dine, and then downstairs is where the kitchen is. Oh, that's cool. <laughs> yeah. So, what the hell? So you can go there. You can stop by anytime, and they've got like LED lights going on at night. It's like a whole party up in that bus. <laughs> really? You're 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 turning up in the bus with some good food. Yeah, yeah, some good food, some good vibes, and. How did you discover that place? Because I've never heard it. I've I've heard of it, but I don't even like. I've been meaning to go, but like, how did you discover this? Because I'll say this about Ottawa: we have some low key but good places to eat. Yeah. Low key but good places to eat. How did you discover this one, by the way? It's a funny story how I found this place. Uh, well, because like I said, I'm I was starting off my own Moroccan food restaurant, so yeah. I was actually looking for. A, uh, food bus myself. Okay. Um, like just a food truck to rent out and mm. potentially start my aspirations of start opening a Moroccan food restaurant. Yeah. And then that's when I went on Kijiji and I found an ad for a food truck. And then that's yeah. when I met my, uh, my the, the guy um, who was running the food truck and mm-hmm. he just kind of opened the idea to potentially sharing the food truck rather than renting because he broke down everything like how mm. how much it would cost and it's just a lot of work you have to find the land the rent is expensive and all oh, that gosh. so once he broke it down to me i realized okay as a new and like a, a starting off um food business i'm not necessarily going to be able to afford all of these like overhead costs yeah. from the beginning without any Capital, money, funding, yes, yeah, so, <laughs> loans. So that's when yeah. I found him. He offered, you know, some kind of like. There's different ways you can share kitchens with restaurants, or mm. you can um, make your food out of a, a restaurant and then supply it to the food truck. Yes. So nowadays, people are leaning more towards takeout, and they're not dining in as much. Yes. Well, now it's getting better. I feel like the past two years, like people haven't really been feeling motivated to go into a restaurant. Yeah, of course, because of this uh, pandemic, or uh, as I call it, pandemic. Yes, I called it, I called it that, yeah. But, um, yeah, no, no, the, the eating culture, I think, has slightly shifted even during this whole uh, alleged pandemic because people are eating in more and they're doing takeout a lot more than ever. Apps like Uber Eats, you know what I mean? Apps like... Um, uh, skip the dishes, right? And a lot of people are doing takeout orders more than ever. Now, are people going back to dine in? Of course, you know, people, but I think it has to be like a really, really exceptional experience for people to go. And I'll speak from my experience. For me, 
I like taking out. I like getting a takeout. I like ordering in, you know? Unless it's something like a birthday, you know? Mm-hmm. Or something very specific, then I'll go out, you know? Yeah, home is where it's at. You know, and then I like cooking as well. I'm like you. I enjoy cooking. I'm not bad at it. I'm actually pretty damn good. Oh, okay. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, no, I enjoy cooking as well. You can listen to music and just chef up, you know? It's always a vibe. But... Talking about this whole change in culture, right? In terms of people, you know, eating in instead of eating out, right? What do you think of this whole pandemic experience, man? Because it shifted everything. I personally, I know those people are way more antisocial. What do I mean by that? They want to just stay in. They want to just stay in their bubble. People are really afraid to go out to experience new people, new places, and be adventurous. What are your thoughts about the past two years? Because apparently, <laughs> Joe Biden said uh, the pandemic is over. Apparently, our prime minister is like, oh, it's still going on. What are your thoughts? Right? Up you to know, you. for me, yeah. I don't want to step on anyone's toes or anything or offend anybody, but yeah. to me, the pandemic was never going on in my brain. <laughs> I know that sounds very, <laughs> could sound a bit selfish in a, in a way because. If you turn off that TV, life is still going on. Yes. You know, like, for me, I'm a prime example. Knock on wood. <laughs> well, we knock on wood. I'm a prime example <laughs> of how, depending on your situation, of course, if you're immunocompromised and whatnot, you, your situation is different. But for me, like, you know, I did not stop living my life during this pandemic. They were telling me, don't travel, I travel. They are saying, don't go out, I still went out. Because for your mental health, for your well-being, right. I'm not going to stop living my life because there's a flu. You know, like, I, I, I prepared myself for this, meaning I took the right vitamins, antioxidants, and I don't mean those man-made vitamins. I'm talking about from the source, like chocolate okay. mushrooms, for example, or there's different things that are growing in, like, from the ground that you should take, mm-hmm. not necessarily something that's made in a factory. So, like, I've built myself up to make sure that I don't get sick. Like, thank God, knock on wood one more time. (laughs) I have not gotten sick in two years. Nice. And I I was around people that were sick. Like, while I was traveling during the pandemic, I was with, we we went out, we, we, I went to seven countries during the pandemic. Oh my, it's not. She she, she got a passport ready. Don't do something. You want to go human nature. (laughs) You know, and people were mad. People were so mad at me because I was traveling. And, you know, like. This is what, Zena, I like that. You didn't care. What and you know what? I'm not saying you didn't care about people, right? You didn't care to live your life according to everyone's paradigm and rules, right? And I think we need more of that in society. So you traveled seven countries, bro. That's nuts. Yeah, and I wasn't wearing a mask most of the time, by the way. And um, you know, people were staring at me and everything. But you just have to push through it. Right. And uh, you know, I, I don't regret. I fully agree with that. So, which places did you visit? I'm not a traveler, but I do want to travel eventually. Tell, tell me, which spots did you like? Do you not like all that stuff? Yeah, 
so I went to Morocco. Um, that nice. one was great. Shout out my Africans watching this. Yeah. Africans, come on now, come on now. <laughs> but they had curfew at it was 9 p.m. curfew. It was actually very strict up in there, like oh. 9 p.m. No clubbing, no partying past 9 p.m. And it was summertime, so it was really hard.